Good work! You made it through the final step of genetic engineering. So in this video, we're going to see where the gene has been and then get a brief overview of DNA testing. So we started our journey in Madon's lab where he designed the transgene by putting a soybean promoter on the Arabidopsis gene to turn it on in the roots of soybean. He then sent this transgene over to Shirley who got it into the genome of soybean plants uh, through plant transformation. Shirley then sent these soybean plants with the transgene to George and he bred them into elite lines that farmers actually want to grow. So now George works with Justin who at every generation lets him know whether the transgene is in the lines that he's working with because if the transgene isn't there he wants to get that plant out of his breeding program. So Justin's goal in DNA testing is to determine which plants carry the transgene. Any plants that don't, we want to throw out of the breeding program because our end goal is to get that plant that has that new trait caused by the transgene. So he does this in three different steps. And the first one is extracting the DNA. In order to see if the transgene is there, we need to get the DNA out of the plant so we can look at it. And this looks a little bit different than the way Madon did it, right? Um, Justin's using these big machines and that's because there are thousands of plants that a breeder is working with at any given time and if we need to look at the DNA in all these different plants then we need to be able to scale up this process and look at a lot of DNA at once. So Justin uses a lot of these bigger machines to do the same thing as what Madon was doing, extracting the DNA and looking at it. Um, but he can do a lot more at once using these tools. So that's why it looks different. So next, Justin uses PCR to make copies of the gene. And so why does he really want copies of this transgene? Well, the reason is um, we can't see one gene at a time. So in order to tell if the transgene is there, we need to make enough copies that we can see it. So there's two options. Let's say we got this plant, we collected tissues from it in the field. One is that it is a transgenic plant. It does still have the transgene. But the other option is that um, when it was bred in this last generation, it didn't inherit the transgene, and so it's non-transgenic. So we only want to keep transgenic plants. So with PCR, we can decide what section of the DNA we want to make copies of, and you can use these things called primers, so that way you can only make copies of just one piece of DNA. And so we make copies of only the transgenic region. So what would that look like? How would that be different between these two plants, or these two options? Well, if you're only copying the transgene, if it's a transgenic plant, you're going to get billions of copies of this transgene in your test tube. But if it's a non-transgenic plant, there's going to be nothing to copy, right? If you're only copying the transgene region and there is no transgene region, you're going to have an empty tube, right? Just the original DNA. And so your test tubes will be very different, but these pieces of DNA are so small that when you look at them with your naked eye, they're going to look the same to you. So now we need a way to distinguish these. Even though they're different, you can't see it with your eye. So that's why we use gel electrophoresis. It lets us see what's in those tubes. 
So let's, uh, what this is, gel electrophoresis, this is like a um, thick piece of jello, and at the top we have a hole at the top of each lane. So this is where you pipette um, the contents of each of those tubes, and we have five different holes, we call them wells. So right here we're looking at the results for five plants. And this over here just tells us the a rough estimate of the size of um, the different pieces of DNA. So I want you to pause this video and take a guess at which plants you think have the transgene. Alright, so there can only be something in the lane if there is DNA there. We put a fluorescent dye that binds to DNA and it'll glow if there's DNA in that well or in that lane. So these first two plants, since there was nothing to copy because there was no transgene, um, there's no band so those are non-transgenic and we'll want to throw those out of the breeding program. Three, four, and five however have these bands and this is um, representing th those billions of copies of DNA so we got them to this point in the gel by pulling it through with electricity and then when we put this over UV light we could see that all these copies were here and so we know that these plants have that transgene so we'll keep those in our breeding program. Alright so that's what Justin does to help George know which plants to keep and that's the process of genetic engineering and I want to remind you that throughout this whole process there's lots of safety testing and regulation that each of these scientists has to go through and if you want to learn a little bit about that go back to the home page scroll to the bottom and click risks and benefits and we have a little bit of material to help you learn some of those different steps that uh, help us know whether these products are safe for us thanks for going through the journey of a gene